I'm honestly not sure where this podcast episode is going to end up. I was walking in the forest like two hours ago and I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta think of something. I gotta think of something. I gotta think of something I want to talk to my listeners about because right now I'm going through an ayahuasca diet, which is the diet that preps you for an ayahuasca retreat. And so much has been coming up. But I feel like I'm the type of person that likes to explain or summarize things like that after it happens. Meaning, I don't want to put any expectation onto this retreat. So I don't want to necessarily talk a lot about it on the internet with a bunch of strangers beforehand. So I was really struggling. And we could call it fate. We could call it poor timing. We could call it absolutely insane. But I received an Instagram message from someone that I know in the flesh who voiced their boundaries, I guess you would call it, or their feelings or emotions with me that, from my perspective, were completely off in not even left field like we're talking like the subway station three stops down that people walk to after the baseball game and it triggered me it triggered me like nobody's business because what happened I'm not gonna give the information I'm gonna give the least amount of information as I can because I do still want to respect this person's privacy but I'm also a podcaster so I talk about my life and I self-development and therapy and healing so like it's all about life it's all about how we're triggered so here we are but I got triggered I got real triggered because basically there was an assumption of me and an expectation of me that I did not know about I had no clue that I was supposed to be living up to an expectation I had no idea I was supposed to be living up to this image that this person had of me now had I known, I would have, one, either stepped up to that plate, these dang baseball metaphors, <laughs> or two, I would have said, you know what, like, right now, I don't have the capacity, I'm so sorry, but, like, there's someone else that you can talk to, like, I'm not available for that emotional support right now, and I know that my higher self and the even, even honestly, a lot of my ego really knows that neither of us are in the wrong, but if we're just looking at my perspective, I didn't do anything wrong, except not realize that there was a message from that person, and I had left it unread for two weeks. Now, as someone who is working with people in a very intimate and deep and sometimes traumatic situations, I can see the legacy of trauma and how that comes into social relationships. Does that mean that I can prevent myself from being triggered? No, because I'm a human being. And I think we all need to remember that. Not that I'm a human being, but that even though we know things and we can be the most highest paid expert in our field, that doesn't mean that we can override our emotional state with intelligence, like with our intelligence. It's just actually impossible. Sure, it can help 
because I'm able to be like, all right, I am feeling very distraught and very sad and like a core wound is being hit on and this is why I'm crying. But I'm not saying that to stop the crying or I'm not saying that to stop feeling the overwhelming amount of emotions. I'm saying that to understand why I'm reacting the way I am because we grow up and we have grown up in a society that really doesn't celebrate people who are emotional because it's too much it's too loud it's too hectic it's too chaotic and I have for a very long time been taught to myself or sorry I for a very long time have been told by other people in my life that I need to shut down my emotional state so my brain allows me to remember not to shut down the emotional state so I was triggered And I responded and I was as nice as possible. Although if you know me and you read the message, you knew that I was triggered because it hit a core wound it hit a core wound that is something that continues to come up in my life over and over and over again. And it's that I am misunderstood and I am not given a chance to be me because people place expectations and assumptions on me, unrealistic expectations on me, and expect me to live up with to them without asking me if that's something I want to do or if I have the capacity to do. Now, I'm at fault. I feel like I do tend to make friends with people who are going through really hard things because I feel bad for them, but not in a hierarchical sense more in a like a empathetic an empathetic empathy based sense of you should never have to do anything alone now does that bite me in the ass well obviously because it did today so what I'm dealing with right now is how do I move forward from that and how do I allow this seemingly random lesson that has come into my life today the day before the full moon and the day before I leave to go on an ayahuasca retreat, how do I allow that to integrate into my life? How do I allow that experience to further my healing process and healing journey and all that fun stuff? And what intuitively comes up is that I need to be okay with letting things go. And those things that I need to let go are not only physically but emotionally and psychologically because they're old stories they're old stories that for a very long time kept me in a survival mode they're old stories that kept me close to the people that they originally dealt with which was my father who has now passed away Because it's always my father I get triggered about in these in deep core wound areas. And it allows me to be in my old self. It allows me to feel the comfort of who I used to be. And it seems counterintuitive when I say it out loud to myself. Maybe not to you, but it seems counterintuitive because I did not like my old self. In fact, I fucking thought she was the worst. I thought she could not do all these things. I thought she was 
all of these horrible things, well, also some good things, but mostly like not living up to my own expectations. So here I am being faced with that again, where I feel like I have not lived up to the expectations of someone in my life. And instead of dwelling on it, instead of making it a story, instead of spending hours in therapy about it, because I do that regularly, (laughs) I'm choosing to let it go. Yes, I lost a friend today, but I'm choosing myself. And I'm choosing to know that at the end of the day, who I am now and who I am becoming each and every day I move forward on this path is someone that I'm proud of. And it's someone that I think is courageous and amazing and kind and empathetic and a badass and sassy and everything I've ever fucking wanted to be. And that's beautiful. It's beautiful. Because I truly believe at the end of the day, each and every single person listening to this, if we had more self-love in our life and self-respect and self-confidence and self-assurance and self-knowing, we wouldn't need other people to remind us of that. We wouldn't need medication to the extent that we do. We wouldn't need to space out and do things that ultimately hurt us and other people. And I wanted to share it with you because without these core skills that are cultivated within, without the love and respect for ourselves in this process, as we move through countless relationships and watch them morph and change and leave our experience and welcome into experience at the end of the day the only one that is going to be with you the entire time is yourself 